Oh, Lord. You don't need to edit this out. Nah, it's banter. <laughs> yes, that's what it is, banter. <laughs> Welcome to Broken Corners. Uh, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Broken Corners. Um, my name's Armando, and my co-host is... And today we have a special guest. Hey. <laughs> yes. I contain my excitement. Hi, everybody. <laughs> we, we had to drag you here. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, this it's is Rob. Hey. It is Rob. It's the return of Rob. Mm-hmm. Rob was one of our very first special guests. Was that season one? There, two. Two. Two? Yep. Season two. Yeah. Speaking of number two. Um, okay. <laughs> So, all right, this season, as we had... You can tell uh, when you're with old friends, because it's like... <laughs> it's a different feel. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's really... It's really... So, we'll give you a recap. So, uh, me and Rob have known each other over 30 years? Give or take. Yeah. Since uh, 1990. Oh. So, um, <laughs> aside from the fact that we're old, so we are old friends. Uh, um, and this season, we are... Been talking about TV shows that have, you know, shaped us, put the fear of God into us, or... Or anything, just kind of stuck with us over the years. So we invited Rob to talk about a television show or an episode of a television show that kind of stuck with him. Uh, and we were going to let him talk about the show. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, it, uh, episode of The Twilight Zone called A Little Peace and Quiet came out in 1985. Okay. I was nine years old. Yeah. Um and and I was talking about this with Armando earlier. 1985 was a big year for the whole Cold War of the U.S. versus yeah. Russia. I I even Googled it. It was the same year that Rocky IV came out, where he fought Drago, like the oh, big Russian okay. menace, because the Russian menace was coming. It was always, the threat was always hanging over our heads. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know, Karen, if you had this. Armando said he didn't. When you were in grade school, yeah. did you have bomb... Uh, drills. Bomb drills. Yeah. You did, right? What yeah. were your bomb drills? We had to hide under the desk. Yes. Yep. Yes. Or did you ever have to go into the hallway and stand away from the windows in case no, the windows? No, that one we didn't do. We, had, we did that one, and once in a while we would go to the basement. Okay. Where there were no windows. Ah. So, uh, and the reason I was telling mom that this is because at that in the 80s, that was a big deal because we all thought the bomb was going to come at any moment. Right, right. So, young kid watching Twilight Zone, nine years old, and the episode starts where it's a, a woman, three kids, husband, she's a housewife. Her, four kids. Four, four kids. kids. Three girls, one boy. Okay, oh, there you let go. Let me ask, too. Why were these children all the same age? I was just like, what fertility drug were you taking in 1985 that you popped out four children the same age? And the parents, both, didn't the parents look like they were like in their late 40s? Yes, well, that's they the, did. that's the 80s because that's where everybody looked old, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we look so young. Yes, we do. <laughs> yes, we do. Yeah. <laughs> those kids were shit kids. Those yeah. were bad kids. Those, yeah, those, those were, were very bad kids. I, we thought Alf was bad. Yeah, man. Shit kids. <laughs> no, they were like very. But that, I think, goes lens to the episode. So she's got four really bad kids, the barely there husband, who is like always running around, not doing anything. She doing regular gardening. She's a housewife, finds this locket. 
It's just regular gardening. Regular gardening. Like, not even anything special, just regular stuff. Like, regular. what's the what's, kind where you what's, find, like, alien tech bears. Yes. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, what is, like, what's not regular gardening? Well, you, when you bring out the, um, the hoeing machine and you have all the professional gear, I think that's Like, when, when you're, you're a gar- farmer. When you're a farmer, yes. <laughs> okay. So it's either regular gardening or farmer. There's no Okay, okay, between. I got you. So, like, how's, so even you're minimizing her role in this house. You're saying she's yeah. just doing regular gardening. She's like regular gardening. Like, I would never, I can't. I was impressed by what a deep hole she was digging because I no when I, plant, when I plant stuff I you don't dig that deep you go like maybe an inch or two in this woman dug like a whole hole I think she was also planning to murder her whole family well so yeah. can you blame her grave. we just said she had four yeah. badass kids so yeah. it kind of fits um, so she finds the locket and finds it very pretty it's a little sundial she starts wearing it and she finds out that she has magical powers. <laughs> Just by saying the words shut up, yeah. she's able to freeze time, literally. Yeah. And and I and I notice how there's different versions of this type of power. In this story, she could move around and everybody else is frozen in place. Right. But items are not frozen in place. So she's able to do grocery shopping. She's right. able to physically move people. Yeah. She's able to interact yeah. with things, even though everything else is frozen. Um, she begins to abuse the power. She begins to go grocery shopping and freeze the entire store so nobody's in her way. What a monster. I'm telling yeah. you. But she paid for it. She paid. Grocery. I would have stole that shit. That, yes, I was just getting. She paid for it, though. So that goes to show you she's a nice person. But what about that beautiful man she found? Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's still human. So everybody's she, frozen. She mm-hmm. leaves the store. She goes out. She walks by this hot guy mm-hmm. who like looks like he just came from some 1980s racist all-white country club. <laughs> like, like a Sears catalog, right? Yeah, like a Sears catalog, yeah, it's great. so she walks past him and then comes back and kind of does a loop around him and then comes back and then touches his butt with one finger. <laughs> yes. Just like, and then just runs away. And so like, like, oh, I just had to give him a poke. Yes, yes, it was great, great. A poke. Because it, <laughs> it softens her, it shows she has a good sense of humor and it shows that she's figuring out these powers and enjoying them and, and like really figuring out how they work. But in the beginning when she's starting to use her powers and she's like saying shut up and then she's saying talk, she's kind of getting horny or like she's getting like turned on. She's getting drunk with power. <laughs> yeah, and like she like gets in his face and she's like talk and like and like she's all in his, her husband's face. And I'm like, oh my god, she's literally getting turned on. Like she's like, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I I think I think it's the power aspect. That's the I'm basically I have the powers of a god. I can yeah. freeze time. I can control time and space. I mean, if I had had those children with that man, I would be turned on by making it stop. Yeah, mm-hmm. just for uh, <laughs> making everything stop and getting a little peace and quiet. Because yeah. that's what it's. Isn't that what the the narration at the beginning says? Is if you had the power to have a moment just to yourself, <laughs> would you do it? Yes. Would you take that moment? Yes, yes, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. What would those silence speak back to you? <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they, they're building the drama. Um, so at, at one point, um, two environ what would you call them? Envi- like activists. Activists. Perfect. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Activists. Non-pop. Yeah, um, come to her door. She freezes time and moves them to to basically the end of her uh, uh, block, <laughs> and then of her driveway. And they they we watched a couple of minutes of it before we started the show, and um, they were scared. The activists were literally scared because they woke up 
on feet the ground. on the ground, feet yeah. away from where they were. So they cut to the next scene. It's a night scene. Um, she's in the other room, and all of a sudden, her husband calls her into the bedroom because on the news they're reporting that we've gone to war with Russia, yeah. and Russia sent the missiles, and we're sending the missiles over to them. And her, all of a sudden, her kids run in the room, mm-hmm. and they're all lying in the bed together, and they're cuddled, and they're scared, and they're nervous, and kids are crying, and everybody's freaking out because the bomb is coming, and they're all going to die. Yeah. Picture. Right now. Right now. <laughs> cut to a nine-year-old boy in the Bronx, freaking scared, because I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, this is really going to happen. He's going to lose her whole family. So she yells, shut up, and she freezes time. She realizes that she kind of is stuck. She goes outside to see what's going on in the outside world and everything is frozen, but you see chaos in the street. You see bodies, people being hit by cars or just pointing up in the sky. And when you look up in the sky, you see the giant rocket with the little tiny Russian flag on it in the sky, frozen there. And you realize she can't, I mean, she can, she's going to have to put time back because she can't move her family. She can't. She's basically stuck. So she's paused it right before the inevitable. But the inevitable, it's going to happen. You can't stop it. It's right above your head. Well, or she would live in this alternate reality by herself until exact, she Exactly. Yes. Which would be much, much. Like, either way, she's, she's, she's fucked. There's yeah. no way out for her to do this. So as a nine-year-old boy, that completely rocked my world. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, till I, I told Amanda, I watched it recently when we were talking about the episode, and I even got goosebumps at the end. Yeah. And this is an adult. This is like a couple yeah, of yeah. Mo- a weeks ago because of that feeling. Um, you going to say something? No. Oh, okay. Um, so that really left an impression on me. So then... When Armando mentioned about today's podcast, I started doing a little bit of research on the year, mm-hmm. 1985. Yeah. And one, like I said, Rocky Four came out, but also two, um, six months before the episode came out, my mother passed away. Oh. So I was thinking, well, yeah, of course. So here's nine-year-old motherless Rob watching this episode with this impending, basically, death coming down from the sky, and she's able to postpone it. But she can't stop it. And I think that also, obviously, with everything else going on and the bomb scares at school, that's why I still remember that episode till this day. And I also think the episode still works. I think even in today's world, especially between all the millions of invisible dangers that exist in the world, that Mm -hmm. kind of message could still work today. And I think that's that's why it stays with me, because it's it's a very cool message. A little mm. sad and dark, but it's still... <laughs> I just... I mean, the only way that she can get... So she finally... She finally gets her ability to enjoy some time, and of course, it has to get destroyed by... Yes, because... I, like, <laughs> it's so weird. And and I think, I, I think, in a way, that's kind of what I liked about it, because most half-hour shows sitcoms or whatever, all of their problems are solved within 22 minutes. Everything is perfect. Everything is done. And when the episode ends and the credits roll, everything goes back to normal. But this was one of the first times I'd seen in a television show where it's like, holy fuck, when the credits roll, she's still fucked. Yeah. Well, because when you... 
pans up from her to the sky to the missile, mm-hmm. and then it never goes back to her. Exactly, it, it just hits the credits. So you just know, yes. like, the, you know. Yeah. I think she could have got out of it. But, and I, I was talking to somebody. I about, do too. I think she could have got out of it. Yeah. Well, what would she have done? She would. So if this were Doctor Who, yes, yes. If this, <laughs> if this were, in which I feel like. Um, Twilight Zone kind of has Doctor Who vibes because it has that that. same, like it kept coming back. Mm -hmm. And as, you know, technology progresses, Mm -hmm. the show progresses. And they're standalone episodes, right? Like there's an overall thread, but they're all standalone episodes. Cool. And the, I think the, like what's, what's possible and Mm -hmm. what people are afraid of sort of does and doesn't change and is, is represented in both shows. Um, So like in Doctor Who, I feel like she could have... Throughout this whole episode, I felt like what her personal responsibility was mm. was sort of an interesting thing because, like, her kids were pieces of shit, but yeah. she didn't do anything to make them any better. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's the thing is the like the way they were behaving. I mean, I would always run into that in TV shows where I was like, "Who acts like that?" Because in my family, you would have gotten literally killed yes, for acting yes, like yes, that. Yes, yes. So, like, who acts like that? And then when your husband. I mean, it was very, like, gendered, um... Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. 100%. 100%. But it's also, like, who... Who puts up with that? Which is, <laughs> yeah. it, it's easier 30, 40 years later. Yes, 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 but, yes. It was a different time, let's say. <laughs> like, it just, the thing was, though, when the activist came to her door, it was specifically about the nuclear the, Yes, nuclear. Uh, the, right, right. And so they were saying to her, you know, we're going to have this rally to talk about it. And she was just like, why do I need to do that? What does mm-hmm. that have to do with me? And he, the guy was saying... Well, we need to we need to stop allowing nuclear right, wars. right. Like every person, every voice matters yeah. in today's terms. And so she it. got pretty dismissive with him because once she got used to having her own time, she was just like, yes. I don't have to put up with people yes. in my face anymore. Right. I don't have to be polite about it. I can just be blunt and say, get out of my face. Yep. And so he started to say to her, if people like you don't, and that's when she got mad and used the power yes. and shut them down. And like the the. The logical extension of that is if people like you don't do something, then there's yes, going to be right. no. And, and that's a good war. point. That, I, that's and so when point. that actually happened, mm. when the missiles came, it was like, oh, is this sort of her fault? Is that the point they're making? Or I don't think I, it's her fault. I, I don't think it's her fault, but I do agree with your point. I think uh, in a way there is a sense of a personal responsibility, especially if you have superpowers, great power. <laughs> Great responsibility and all yeah. that jazz. So in because way- she could have said, "Okay, this is a problem." Instead of, "I'm going to go get, I'm going to get my shitty kids the sugar cereal they want, Taco and, Bomb, and I'm going to, and I'm going to go be in the bathtub." Like, of right. course, people deserve time in the bathtub. That's yeah, great, but right? at a certain. But point. then she could have also been like, "Oh, nuclear holocaust is coming. I will go." find a scientist mm. I will go I, that I, like in Doctor Who they would be like let's go to a library yeah Cause, yeah cause knowledge is power and books are weapons and they like would go and be like oh we'll find the one way to stop this so in other words she's you and it's true I, I've never really thought of it that way she's a little bit selfish with her superpowers yeah she's concerned with her own little bubble making her own little world peaceful and nice and quiet yeah but, and but we don't know the extent of the, the that um, pendant. Oh, how the right. distance, the range, but still, it's better than nothing. Even yeah. if she could only, hypothetically speaking, only control the world within her vicinity. But, like, if you have something that you know it's a result of this piece of jewelry and you ask for something and it happens, why wouldn't you ask for something else? 
Right? Just in case. Just in case. Like, what if... It, all right, so maybe it does... Because it, it did have a sundial, which mm-hmm. has to do with time. Mm-hmm. So maybe it just does uh, affect time. But, like, what if she could ask for, like, ice cream and ice cream appeared? You know? <laughs> like, yeah. she should have tested that more. Or actually, yeah. to, to your point, what Karen was saying, she has this power and she could control... She could wish for anything. Why didn't she try to make a bigger difference in yeah. the world? Why did, why did she just settle with touching the guy's butt. You know? Also, the power she had doesn't make any sense because what she says is shut up. And it what? does make things quiet, but it makes things quiet by freezing. Oh, I, I so, know exactly. like, why doesn't... Why shut doesn't up versus she, freezing. Yeah. No, no. I think So why doesn't she say freeze and then see what else happens? I 100% <laughs> I've thought about that yeah. and it's... I think it's the intent. Like, she could have said anything. Which, oh, it knows what she really wants. Bingo. Oh, so it's That's just, what I'm saying. So she could have extended yes, this. Yeah, yeah, that's what else. I mean. Like, to so your like point. So, like, your heart's desire is ice cream. So, if you... I so mean, that's, I would, that's where I would start small. Yeah. 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 Yeah, well, I, and I agree. Ice cream. Just ice cream. We're Do you remember cream. there was a TV show called Out of This World? Oh. And her, she was half alien, half human. And she would freeze time by touching her fingers. Mm-hmm. And I think she would resume time by putting her hands together. Yes, sir. But in her power that she got from her dad, who's an alien, um, is that okay to say? Alien? It's, <laughs> it's, it's a different time then, so we'll, 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 we'll allow it. I, 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 <laughs> she, um, but if she touches you. She could take, bring you to her She can unfreeze you. Yes. Mm-hmm. You never saw Out of This World? I've never even heard of this. Yeah, it wasn't... It was on Channel 9. In, yeah, it was like a sitcom. Uh, Network? Yeah, Secaucus, New Jersey. Channel 9, I think. Secaucus. I, actually, I thought you were going to reference um, Saved by the Bell. You've seen oh, Saved yeah. by the Bell. Yeah. And whenever Zach Morris would talk to the camera, he would freeze time because he's basically breaking the, the third wall and he's, he would talk directly oh, to the I audience. Oh, I never thought about that. Did, everything, did the people around everything him freeze? Around, everything around him would freeze. Because he was, because he was breaking the, th- yeah, he went the fourth wall. I just don't oh, fourth wall, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, third wall. I'm like, <laughs> she's just banging, he's just banging, he's banging on the glass. On the set. Banging <laughs> on the glass. Let me out, I'm dropped. Uh, yeah, the entire okay. world around him would freeze. And I thought that's what he was going to reference. But yeah. But I, didn't they, I mean, they bit that off of Ferris Bueller. Oh yeah, 100%. Or probably no. somewhere else before. Or somewhere else before that too. But yeah, so there, there's see. always been some kind of, um, before the time stone. You ever watch things now and then go, ugh. You know As, what I mean? Like, like it didn't age Like you well? were like, yeah, no, like you were like all of a sudden siding with the parents and shit. <laughs> you know? Um, I, uh, Did you side with the little kids when you watched it? No, no. I <laughs> said, <laughs> like, let them be their, their kids. Put a snake let them on a innocent. fucking... Remember when the kid took the snake and put on the, the skillet the or the grill? the snake on the bacon. Yeah. 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 These are really bad kids. <laughs> They're really bad kids. And that's why I wanted her to get a break, too. I, As the viewer, I wanted her to get a few minutes of peace and quiet. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, yeah well, and, and I think that's the, the gist of all the Twilight Zone episodes. I, like, Are you familiar with the... Um, uh, all the time in the world librarian I don't think I've ever watched another episode oh of my god Zone. you they're they're single episodes mm-hmm. so you could watch one they're 22 to 30 minutes yeah and they're single episodes like little stories one was about this librarian who um, loved reading books he had a regular nine to five job and his co-workers would make fun of him because rather than interact with them or go out he just wanted to read books yeah so finally, he works at a bank. He's in the vault. 
some kind of a massive bomb hits and everybody dies. But okay. because he was in the vault, he lived. So he's like, oh my God, this is great. You see him, he goes out, goes to the supermarket, gets all the food he could ever possibly need, brings it to the library, sets up all of these books, yeah. and he's happy. He's sitting, the end of it, he's sitting on the top of the stairs, wiping his glasses. He's like, finally, I have all the time in the world to just sit and read. And all of a sudden, his glasses fall and break. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> they fall and break and they shatter like... And, of course, there's nobody else left, so he can't get them fixed. And that's how the episode ends, with him just staring at his broken glasses. And, and he's just muttering to himself, I had all the time in the world, all the time in the world. That's what the Twilight Zone episodes were. They were all yeah. these single-piece episodes that really made you, I feel, really made you think uh, in a different way. Uh, think differently about your life and, and things like that. Um, they had one where, um, I don't know if you've seen it, this is an older one, they had the family was always coming in for the inheritance, and prior to the um, inheritance being announced, um, they said before you, we, we announce anything, you have to, everyone has to put on a mask that was, you know, designed, I guess, for each person, each person and then as they, they personalized, put the, put the mask on, and they said, now you can take it off, the, the, their facial features contorted to however like nasty personalities they were it's really <laughs> it fucked was really, up because <laughs> as they're preparing to read the will you see all the family members and they were all ugly like on the inside mm -hmm. they were like oh they only wanted yeah. money and they hated each other and they were all cutthroat so each mask was a different type of ugly one was okay. like a monster one was a pig one was like a frankenstein so it was personalized to them Wait, but so then the lawyer was able to pick which one deserved the money. No, no, no. The guy who looked like a monster. No, the will. Whoever the dead person was uh -huh. before he died, he had these masks made up, and he said, "Okay, when you read my will, make sure these as part of the agreement, they have to wear these masks because he wanted basically he in death he wanted their outsides to match their insides." Oh, so it just left them as monsters. Yes. It, regardless of whether he actually left them any money in the will. Regardless. Okay. Regardless. Had nothing to do with it. He just wanted their inside. He their could get them all in one place. So yes. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, why, why, I mean, listen, when you die, right? You might yeah, as well you might as like well. That. You got one last shot to get everybody all at once. And that's what, that's what Twilight Zone is or was or whatever it, it was it was episodes like that like yeah. i i i really feel it's you like the genie that gives you the yes that... oh, the, the, the monkey's paw yeah. monkey's, monkey's paw yeah. yes yes as i make weird fists because <laughs> <laughs> we can all see that um yes or, and, and there were tons of them the one some guy dies and he's gambling, and he can't lose. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm in heaven. And he keeps on playing and keeps winning. And then all of a sudden, he keeps playing, and he keeps winning, and he keeps playing. And, he, and then he's like, oh, no, I'm in hell. Oh. Because he can't lose. Okay, and so actually, it's not fun. It's not fun anymore. So, yes, that that's... So, as a young kid, I was nine, having lost my, you know, parents and having such a weird childhood, I would watch these Twilight Zone episodes, and they would blow my mind. Yeah. Blow my mind. Because um, up until that point, I don't think, what, like Knight Rider and G.I. Joe and regular TV shows weren't as... I mean, no, I mean, definitely, like, cartoons weren't as... Yeah, like, yeah. Weren't as intense. Thought, no. Yeah, thought-provoking. Yes, I mean, exactly. the, the only cartoon that blew our minds probably was when Optimus Prime died. Yes, that was a big deal. When a major... 
cartoon character died. Because up until that point in the cartoons we would watch, people wouldn't even get hurt. Yeah. They'll blow up the car, and then you, or they'll blow up the plane, and all of a sudden you see the little guy parachute out just right. in time. Every single what time. What was he a character in? Transformers. He was the leader of the Autobots. Mm, of Why the good guys. Oh, so okay. he was the leader of the good <laughs> guys dies, and every kid in the world, myself included, we all shed a tear. <laughs> One combined tear. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was something. And yeah. then, and then even they had in the, in G.I. Joe, uh, I think, oh, Duke went into a coma. Duke, Duke went into a coma. And that was pretty rough. Wow. Yes. Because as kids, and, and I think, I think today's world, they do that more often. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of used to it. And now they do it purposely to mess they with you. They do it purposely <laughs> to mess with you. Like I, Magicians. I, yeah, I watch TV Ooh. shows with my son. Is that ever coming back? Nope, it got canceled. Oh, I've heard it was everybody who watched it really liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not everybody. <laughs> That's very Everybody telling of you. Everybody watched it and kept watching it. Maybe. <laughs> I really couldn't do that guy with his hair. His hair was too much. He was the one they killed. You just ruined that for everybody. I don't think no, so. Spoiler alert. I ruined it like three years ago <laughs> on this podcast. You hear Mondo say it was already well, I mean, ruined. We honestly should just call this podcast spoilers because we don't ever give any warning. Oh, can we do broken spoilers? <laughs> <laughs> I was I, honestly like... That, I think that'd be a cool, like, side podcast. Be like, just something, something comes out Friday, release it on Saturday, and just spoil the fucking He was whatever. dead the whole time. Yes. Or especially if something's based on a book. No, yes, just read the end of the book. <laughs> like the Titanic. He was it's his sick. father. He was his father the whole time. I kind of, like, hate watching movies that, like, like, you know, when you watch the Titanic, you're like, all right, the boat's going to sink. <laughs> I, I hold on. I, I have to, in a way, I have to both agree and disagree with you. One, I agree because you know how it's going to end. Same thing with prequels to movies. Yeah. You know how certain yeah. characters aren't going to die because they're in the or, you know the later episodes. But with the Titanic, it's about the story leading up to that. Well, all, they're all about the story leading no, up to it. No, but I, I mean, like, uh, and, and Amando can vouch for this. When we saw Titanic, it it touched me. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy. I, I don't know what you were going through at the time. I was going, I must have been going through something at the time. <laughs> this fucking guy just sat there bawling. Crying, like, like, like as if I lost a family member on that boat. Like, I couldn't. I don't remember how long the movie was, but I sat the entire movie just sitting there and vibrating oh. because I wanted to cry. And we were on a double date. Oh, it was me. No. Yeah, it was me, the girl I was with, him, and the girl he was with. And I'm just sitting there and I'm vibrating. And the second the credits go up, I'm telling, I tell her, "We gotta go. We gotta go. Gotta go now. We gotta go now." And she's like, "Wow, what's up?" I was mm-hmm. like, "No, I just gotta get out this theater because I'm trying to be cool. I'm trying to be cool, Rob." But I'm holding in this like wall of tears yeah. because, and it wasn't about the love story between. You don't understand. So this movie is fucking too, way too long, right? Yeah. And I'm holding my pee. I get up, I run to the bathroom, and I have one of those pees where like you're gonna pass out because like you just <laughs> like, you were waiting like three oh, hours. Like, three like hours you just like, me. and you're like, holy shit! I had to catch myself before I pass out. So I'm having this long pee. And it feels amazing. I overcome the passing out portion of it. I walk back down. Like, this fucking guy. Auto erotic urination. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> if you wait long enough, I come back down. I'm like, oh fuck! But why are they like? 
what's going on with Rob? And he's just sitting like <laughs> in the eye. They're sobbing. still inside the fucking in the seal. Theater. Oh, so- no, that's what I mean. Broke I broke the seal. Hundred oh, percent right. Man. Oh, I just wall of was tears. It, was the was it a new girl or no? No, we had been dating for a while. She okay. knew I was crazy, okay. so it wasn't a big shock. <laughs> She was she was taken aback because it was such a big emotion. Yeah. But it was just like you said, once you break that seal, yeah. and I was crying about like my dog that had died when I was three, like everything that had ever upset me in my life, just all of those tears came out. I've had that happen like I had that happen once, which was I mean I've cried plenty in movies, mm-hmm. but the, Gremlins. It, <laughs> what? When you were watching Gremlins. <laughs> No, what are you talking? <laughs> you, you started crying when you at the end of Gremlins. I don't Never know mind. what you're talking about. You said you, you had it once where you broke the seal emotionally. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because of, of Gremlins, the movie Gremlins. He's saying that you cried because of the I don't movie understand Gremlins. why it's funny. It's not. It's not because Gremlins it's, is a stupid movie. It's a stupid oh, okay. movie. That's <laughs> what he's trying okay. to say. Like you. some kids' movie. Oh, yeah. He's trying to say I you cried. Yes, yes, I'm yes, so yes. sorry. I'm very slow. <laughs> I'm very slow. No, so I mm-hmm. the hours. I don't know why that music, like the uh, oh the hours, the second the um that Philip Glass like piano score. Mm-hmm. The second it started, I started crying. Wow! And I cried through the entire movie, <laughs> not in like a, a heaving, sobbing way, but I just continuously leaped because it starts and then it goes straight to Nicole Kidman as Virginia Woolf walking into the river with the rocks in her coat. Oh. And from there on, the whole thing just fucked me you up. Just so must hard. have been sobbing the whole it was, time. Yeah. Were you in the why. theater? Yeah, I was with Brian. Uh. And he kind of did it, too. I don't know if he started from moment one, but I was... Yeah, it just... Yeah, that one got me bad. Oh, yeah. But there are times, though, where you're just like, you know you're a wreck, and you know it's not... It's not related to what's actually happening. Like, I went to see some movie with friends, I don't know, three, four months after my dad had died, and mm-hmm. it was just a character who sort of peripherally dies towards the end, and yes, I was like, yes. <laughs> you know, yes. why do people die? Yes, yes. Like, why am I fucking reckoning yes. with human mortality yes. Yeah. in a movie theater Yes, right um, I happened to me with, of all movies, Avengers Endgame. Yeah. At the end of the movie, I, I don't know if you've seen it, spoiler. No. Um, Wait, spoiler spoil away. Okay, um... <laughs> No. Uh, <laughs> one of the major characters, Robert Downey Jr., dies. Oh, Iron Man. Iron Man, okay. yes, yes, yes. But he dies basically saving everybody in, like, the universe. Okay. So as he's clinging to life, his wife comes over to him, and he's like, is, is it okay? Is it okay? And she's like, you did it. You can go now. You can sleep now. Okay. So me, having a major heart problem, and oh. I had an argument with my son that day yeah. before we we left to the movies it must have fucked me up in the head when he died i just started bawling mm. i just started crying and i remember i turned to my girlfriend roz and i said is that is that how it's gonna be are you gonna tell me it's okay for me to die so i can move oh. on <laughs> wow that's a lot of responsibility for her <laughs> i know i know i know to the point where now now that it's streaming, we're watching it the other day and the dev scene is coming up and she's staring at me intently <laughs> just to see if I'm going to crack again. I go, no, 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 it's sad. She's I'm like getting out the living She's getting paperwork. out the paperwork just in case. I say, no, I'm good. But sometimes movies or television shows like 
we saw it. They affect you, and and I think it's worse when they surprise you, where you mm-hmm. don't expect. Like the hours, you didn't think that yeah. was going to happen. I mean, I knew it wasn't going to be like light and fluffy. You didn't I think, think it was going to be a comedy, comedy. <laughs> right? And it's not a rom com, but you you didn't think yeah. that. She right put styrofoam up. instead in her pocket, <laughs> instead of rocks, and she yeah. floated. Well, and it's also it's a fucked up thing when music makes you cry. Yeah, oh. when you just immediately yes. go straight to that. And you're mm. like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> well, that's the the beauty of like certain chords hit that emotion. And yeah. like certain notes and certain emotions, I, and I, and I think that's why I always think a soundtrack is really important to the movie, as 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 important as the cinematography and the directing and the writing. Because if any one of the things, like you said, just the music alone brought you to that moment. Yeah. And I have movies like that where just the music alone will invoke emotions or feelings or you know whatever you want to call it. Yeah. There's a podcast I listen to called 1865, and it's basically like a what do you call that uh, like drama podcast where mm. uh, mm. it's just like these playwrights wrote this and they have actors and the score itself once you hear it like it just you're just like taking it back and not so much sad but like it's like very, it is sad it's also like you get angry because of like all the bullshit of like slavery and mm. fucking like um, reconstruction and the failure of reconstruction and, and, and you hear these stories and they're true and you're just like and you hear that score, you're like, I want to, I want to. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no. Like you're like emotionally angry, like, yes. like because of just the, all the unjust. Like it's, it works perfectly. Yes. Well, did you guys see Twelve Years a Slave? Uh, I started it, but um, I kind of know what it's all about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it so it's the opposite. It doesn't have a score. Oh. So the only the the lead character, the guy who gets mm-hmm. you know kidnapped and enslaved right, again, right. he is a violin player. And so the oh. only music you ever hear is him. And so then the rest of the time, and so you realize like how much music manipulates you mm-hmm. the rest of the time. But yes. then this, where you're just left to sit Ooh, with the reality yeah. of what's happening and your emotions are not being steered. Wow. It was so fucking intense. And, and like when somebody's being beaten yeah. and you're yeah. just hearing the sound of the thud. That is, that's very like good movie Like the whip whistling yeah, through the air yeah, yeah. and hitting the person and them responding. It was, I mean, it's brutal, which yeah. it should be. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. that was, oh, yeah, that was, that was oh, really that's intense. that's awesome. And especially to see it in a, in a theater surrounded by oh. people. So you have the like not quite silence. Yes, of a group yes, of people, yes, like, yes. Going through that. That's awesome. And then there was I know I think I told this story on here, but there was this lady sitting. It was me and two friends, and there were these two women behind us who seemed like ladies who like meet up every so often to go to a movie together. We're like mm-hmm. old Brooklyn ladies, mm-hmm. and um, the one woman got like she kept asking questions through the whole thing, and oh. in, in the silence, and oh. then she got really upset during the scene where uh, Lupita Nyong'o is beaten really mm-hmm. badly. Which, yep, upsetting. Yeah, of so course. she gets up and leaves. And then she comes back in, and as she's leaving, she just goes, "You're all a bunch of sickos." <laughs> It's disgusting. It's disgusting. You're a bunch of sickos. Even though this is reality and it really happened, you're right. wrong for watching and this. Even though I also bought a ticket. I also bought a ticket. So <laughs> then she comes back in a bit later and sits down and turns to her friend and goes, did she die? I know that woman's stance on critical race theory. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Um, I wonder how she felt during The Passion. 
I, let me tell you, I did not watch that. Jesus Christ, like, they're beating Jesus Christ. I feel like with you guys, how you're both like, I know what happened in 12 Years yeah. Slave. I'm uh, like, I know what happened in The Passion. I'm here's the thing. That. People actually don't yes, know that Jesus I was, was, bru- I was brutally just beaten. Gonna say and, that. you know, that's the, that's the whole story. My, my son's, I guess, great-grandmother. I was over there once. Older woman. It was Easter. We were, The Passion was on TV. And she completely honestly said, why are they beating the shit out of him? <laughs> like, because, you know, the whole bit. And I'm like, wait, don't you know what today is about? Like, it's literally, <laughs> a, you know, it's all leading up to this. It's no, a snuff film. It's a snuff film. <laughs> it's they a glorified beat, stuff. They beat the crap out of yeah. him. And I'm like, okay, but that's, they're kind of portraying what, what happened? What in happened most, in the story? Yeah. You yeah. know. So I think Amanda's right. Yeah, I think people, while they know it, it's it's much like in Twelve Years a Slave, they don't associate it. They they kind of like they gloss over the messy parts. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, and, and, yeah. It's not about I, bunny rabbits. No, it's not all bunny rabbits. <laughs> um, what I was gonna say was uh, the best use of music in a film. I think was P. T. Anderson Punch Drunk Love. Yeah. With Adams. Sandler. Sandler, thank you. Um, in it, there's a scene where the girl that he likes is trying to visit him. His he has very his sisters that bully him. He's having trouble at work. It's a very chaotic moment. So in that moment, they play the drums. Mm. Very, and it's the soundtrack. It's very loud, very chaotic, chaotic, and and it's and I remember watching that scene in the theater, feeling anxious. Feeling, because you know I have anxiety. Everybody has anxiety, but I was on the edge of my seat, feeling so uncomfortable. Yeah, and it was because of the. And he later on said he did that on purpose. He was like, he wanted the viewer to feel as uncomfortable as he did. Mm. And just because the music was so off from the scene, it made you feel that way. It yeah. made you feel jumping. I was like, that's smart. That's good use of music. That's good use of bringing the viewer into the moment, into the scene. So I, 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 I think what the about, music works. What, what about an election where Tracy Flick goes crazy? You know that? Oh. You ever seen an election? Yeah, I don't and remember. Like, ah, 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 ah. It's like, it's just crazy music in her mind. Saw it again <laughs> recently. 100% right. That shit is funny and crazy. Because I, I think music at the right time, done the right way, can it, it can really bring a movie uh, to that extra level. Yeah. It, it really immerses the viewer into it. Also, Matthew Broderick washing his dick in a bathtub. Or his <laughs> wife, they're trying to get pregnant, so every time they have sex, she oh. goes, fill me up, fill, fill me up, up, come yeah, on, fill it's me up, really, fill me up. <laughs> wow. Yes. It's a good movie. <laughs> it's a good movie. No, it's actually a really good movie. You get to see it. Fill me up, fill me up. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, and also, the same guy who did Punch Drug, he did Boogie Nights. And he oh. did... Um, so he he likes... Like the soundtrack. Porn. Oh. Yes. <laughs> he's, he's a good director. He writes and directs all his own stuff, and he's big into music. Yeah. He used to do... Didn't he do music videos for your ex? Um, ex. Fiona Apple. I haven't dated Fiona Apple. <laughs> <laughs> and I wish I did. Because like... the, girl, the girl that he was dating at the time... Uh-huh. Um, what was Fiona Apple's main song? Criminal? Thank you. Yes. He was the guy that she was cheating with where she wakes up in the video. She wakes up at a party and everybody's all like strung out and stuff. And she was like, you know, I did a very bad thing. 
it's because she was dating Armando at the time and cheating on him. Oh. When she remember when she was trying to be uh, she was trying to get a job with Hawaiian Tropics. You're not talking about Fiona Apple. I know I'm not talking about Fiona <laughs> Apple. We don't need to talk about that on podcast. So very long time ago. Very long so time ago. So in my mind's eye, so he used to do the music videos for this singer. Yeah. And um, so in my mind's eye, yes. you dated Fiona Apple. Sure. Hampton. Okay. I got you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get it now, right? Yeah. No, I got you. Yeah, you, you agree. Now. <laughs> I don't know if I agree. I'm just going to look, look at my phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm comfortable. That was one of my BMG Music Club CDs. That's mm. why I remember awesome. that song. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And you probably remember every CD you got from them, yeah. don't you? Yeah. yeah. Matchbox 20. Yes. Yeah. One, Paula one Cole. Mm-hmm. You, there's like only one song good on that. One good song on that Paula Cole album. No. <laughs> no. Which one do you think is the good one? Is that the one for the Dawson's Creek? I don't want to wait. There's I don't want to wait. Is she pull, that Paul? Yeah. There's where have all the cowboys gone? That song oh. is terrible. I mean, I could. I'm just gonna keep naming this song. I, so I kind of want you more. to do it, like like. The guy from Forrest Gump with the, the shrimp. The shrimp. Yeah. Shrimp. Yeah. shrimp cocktail. Shrimp salad. shrimp. <laughs> um, no, the title album was good. I just can't remember the main song that I... Not Criminal, but the one that came out before Criminal. Shadow Boxer? I think it might be that one. I'm a shadow No, not that one. It was another one. I wish it was some... Way to find the Way to find some out. Some instant way. <laughs> some... I'm not, I'm not worldwide... <laughs> something. Like, like, like... Spun or something like, like a, a like a interconnecting <laughs> database of information. Weird. Oh, someday we'll see. Someday, <laughs> someday we'll get there. Someday we'll get there. Um, yes. In in that Twilight Zone, like how eighties was that? Oh, like everything, 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 everything. everything. So it was a t- it was a slice of the time period. But people were so rude. Like the every time she went to the grocery store, it was like a battle zone. Yeah, like Which people were just slamming carts things, into each other. Things haven't and... changed that much. <laughs> <laughs> Buy your kids some taco bombs or whatever the yeah, hell it's called. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, mind your business. <laughs> I, I think I think that's why the episode worked because it was such a slice of that time period. Mm-hmm. But all of us having seen the episode again recently, it still works. Even though it was very 80s. Because oh, you're yeah. right. That show was... It, it, the Russian, the war, the Chaco... Well, I feel like the, the whole thing... We've, we've been talking about this recently, about like how much responsibility does the individual have, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. And like whether it was with Trump or recycling, Whatever's, you know, like with global right. warming, whatever mm-hmm. it is, you know, like do, does it really make a difference if we recycle as long as, you know, fossil fuel is doing what it's doing? Right. That whole thing, but then also, if the individual can't make a difference, then you just feel like you're so, spinning through life with no control over anything. When you might as well just be selfish, you know. B- bouncing off of that, how do you personally feel about the rich people spending millions of dollars to fly to space? <laughs> <laughs> Talking about personal responsibility, what do you think about that? I feel like. Uh... For the most part, I, I think the money could be better used somewhere else to, you know, to address things that are wrong now. But I also think that if you don't put money into development, 
you don't mm-hmm. develop new technology. Right. So, but I don't think what they were doing was putting money towards that. They were no. just, they were just having fun. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. wasn't, it wasn't like, um, you know, they put all this money into trying to cure cancer. Or right. Like, or but, it wasn't, or to be more, like, actually related to it. Like, they, they're not, like, trying to figure out how to colonize Mars. You know, they're... See? That's where I disagree. Yeah. I think they are. I think these are all the baby steps because I think that 1% know the Earth is doomed. They know that within 20 to 30 years, outdoors will be almost unbreathable. Yeah. So I think they're just... So why not try to fix that? Or I could just... Or like travel five years... Mars, we know, is inha- uninhabitable. Like, right now, I can tell you right now. Now? But if they keep pumping the money... But there's no... It takes, like, what? I think how, it takes, like, five years to get well, there, Well, right? that's... Well, this is this is the... Uh, I, I forgot if it was that's Bezos. That's why they always freeze people. Yeah, no, I think it was Bezos <laughs> or, Mil- or Musk that said the first people that go to Mars are going to be the best, bravest Americans because there's no return trip. They're gonna go there first, colonize, and basically die. I think people I have watched the Mars. I just rolled my eyes so hard. <laughs> yeah, just so I, you know. it looked like a cartoon, <laughs> and they were just like, yeah. I you felt know, the tug on my optic nerve. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. No, I, I didn't make this statement. He did. No, no, no. You want to roll your eyes, Bezos? When he made his flight publicly thanked every Amazon customer saying thank you. You guys helped this happen. Bullshit. Well, you saw all those tweets that said like, hey, Amazon workers, you can go pee now. Yes! Boss is in space. Yes, yes. exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm telling you, there's going to there's gonna be a challenger moment. And one there, of them well, is going down. Well, look at a Musk. He couldn't even get a plane to... <laughs> he couldn't even get it up. I he swear to God. He couldn't even get it up. He couldn't get later. it off the ground. Poor guy. Kept on, like, limping along. But does their, does their making these vanity trips set the groundwork for yeah. later trips? I think so, yes. I'm, I'm Just because they didn't die and they... I mean, is it the equivalent of, like, the president getting the vaccine yes. so that then other people know it's safe? Yes. 100% right. Yes. But... I, I I firmly I think what were you gonna say? No, I I don't I I like there is no for what they're doing they're just spending like five minutes in like yeah zero the one the one recently it was ten minutes and it wasn't even space yeah it was just it's upper like the strat whatever the strat yeah the it's wherever are. before you get into space sure get set back in the stratosphere <laughs> I, I, oh drops of Jupiter, Jupiter <laughs> <laughs> I'm like what is I don't want to know that song uh, it's a fun song so fun. that is a fun song no I I think that's what it is I think they want to get people comfortable with the idea of space tourism mm-hmm. that way it's because it's baby steps it's and i think the next leap is actual i mean listen if all billionaires want to leave this planet i think the planet will be better off yeah but the thing is when they leave a they're not coming back and b okay so but when you leave this earth you don't have any form of currency anymore Ooh. so then you only have the resources that you are able to physically haul with you one bitcoin and two, but you can't get there's no internet in space. There will be. What there's so a, you would have to come back to Earth that's uninhabitable. So you would keep your money here on this. Someone well, they're waste. Well, planet. Uh, the the reason part of the reason why I believe these things is because if you notice that um, 
Elon Musk met with the federal government and they all agreed that whenever Mars or the moon gets colonized, Earth laws won't apply there. Now, why would you be concerned about laws on other planets unless you had some idea? So so, but, but wait, wait, wait. Yes! No, no, but yes. this is, I mean, yes. if any colony, well, that's not true either, but all, all, all colonies have laws. Yes. So laws that are So like the... Because remember, these places, whenever this does happen, like right now, there is an international space station in space, somewhere between here and, let's say, the moon. So what I, I believe, and I, that they're going to use that as kind of like a halfway point to colonize. Either. No, I, I'm not disagreeing with anything you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I just think it's stupid. Yes. Also, yes, because by is. the time they get to do all this, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, it's going to be dead. 100%. Unless they upload their shit like Altered Carbon. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you saw Altered Carbon, the show on Netflix. I can't remember. Where, like, they, basically you take your, your essence, your soul, your brain, your thoughts, and you basically put in, you, it's oh, like a digital. microchip. Oh. Mm-hmm. And you can and put you it can, into different, what they call sleeves, which are just different bodies. Yeah. So you can like have you could finally have like an attractive yeah, no, sleep no, no. or whatever. I, I, th- I don't think I think that while they would For enjoy <laughs> I think that while the that one percent would enjoy that life, they know it's not for them. Right. Because they also know that within 30, 40 years our planet will be different. So while they you know what I'm saying? No, no, I I don't I, 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 I just I, bring, yeah. I mention all of that to Karen's point about personal mm-hmm. responsibility. Yeah. That that's what I think, and I think that's the problem you have too. That these people aren't showing any type of personal responsibility, or their personal responsibility is literally thinking that they're they're helping to to save humankind by colonizing new places to live. Instead of yeah. mm-hmm. it's like instead of looking back, it, it's the same thing where people are like, well, I fucked up. Let me just forget about this and mm-hmm. move forward and try to fix that. You know, try to make it better. But there's a reason why all of our um, like. All our space adventure movies and books have, you know, basically like a surf class and an overlord class. Yep. Because it it just doesn't make sense otherwise if it's all about who ha- there's like going to be this insane power imbalance. Yeah. Yeah. And the only thing that really, well, I don't know if it's the only one, but like that's what was so amazing to me about. Um, like Star Trek Next Generation when I was a kid was mm-hmm. that it totally stood up against that. They yeah. even had an episode where people. They found a spacecraft where there were four frozen people from the 1980s. Oh, and, snap! Yeah, and That's one of cool. them was a really rich guy, and he was oh. just like, you know, get my lawyer on. Like, he was talking over the <laughs> over the intercom to the yeah. whole ship, and Picard had to tell him to zip it. That and he was like, awesome. well, there, it's, if, if you're not allowed to talk on it, why, you know, how do you stop your people from getting on there? And, and Picard's like, they know they're not supposed to. <laughs> They're adults. They use it yeah, when they need it. Yeah, that is cool. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I always thought capitalism was going to take care of climate change because I thought, like, say, in here in New York, we've got the most expensive real estate. Mm-hmm. Not in the world, but very expensive. Mm-hmm. So if the way. water's going to come over the edge mm-hmm. and knock out that asset, then won't yes. people do something to stop it? No. <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought in my 30s it was. You thought, yeah. <laughs> no, build true. higher buildings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, or the people that can afford to move. We'll just move. Well, we just saw that with COVID, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Everyone right. just moved from basically the reason why Manhattan had low numbers, not because of its densities, because everybody left. There left. I have people. Well, left. and a lot of people there work from home. They yeah. you know, had yeah. more white collar jobs. And- yeah. 
Yeah. But I, 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 I think that's probably not going to happen in our lifetimes. Yeah. I, I really don't think so. Um, mm-hmm. And I was listening to the young... God, I hate saying this. The young people's music now. Their music <laughs> is different. Because <laughs> no. what band is that? This is so weird because I, I, before Rob came here, I looked out the window. He was literally shaking his fist at the cloud. <laughs> Get out of here, clouds! You whippersnappers. Um, no, there was some young kid with like really long hair. I can't remember his name, but when we were like in the eighties and nineties, like you yourself just said, you thought that by this point. <clears throat> we would have paid, we would have fixed all of the world's problems. We had hope in the 80s and 90s. Imagine yeah. being a teenager now where they're telling you between COVID, <laughs> violence in the streets, and global warming, your life expectancy is not going to yeah. be that good. I, I, so imagine... I was, I, but I was terrified of nuclear stuff when I was I about to say, I'll disappear. You just that, went over, yeah. No, but... but and, and, and that got resolved? Yes, yes, yes. But think about it this way. The planet is not... They're not resolving it. As a matter of fact, our former president backed out of the... Um, no, I, I don't think conditions dictate hope. I think hope youth dictates hope. Yes, but if youth can't control the infrastructure, if they can't control how much gas prices are... How they much never could before, though. No, but what I, basically what I'm trying to say is that the youth of today are more... They know the earth is doomed. They know they're fucked. Whereas we, the younger generation, we had hope. We thought, oh, by the time we get to be 40 or 50, I'll be able to go outside without needing a mask. Be it for COVID or that the air is so acidic. Or people who lived in California 20, 30 years ago didn't think, wow, that... It's going to be on fire. It's going to be on fire. I'm going to disagree with you because the youth are are the ones leading the the movement. They're leading the Black Lives Matter movement. They're leading the protests. They fixed it. And no, it's not about fixing (laughs) it. It's about having a voice and trying to move progress forward. I'm not. I'm too old to do all that stuff. But I mean, I I acknowledge and respect and appreciate that. Oh, I do too because I and and I say this all the time. I I work. I have a kid. I don't have time to protest. I don't have time to do that. So thank God there are kids and people fighting for those causes. But I think if you didn't have hope, you wouldn't do that. So, like the woman in um, uh, the Twilight Ozone episode, even one voice can make a difference, basically. One voice can make a difference when it's collective. Yeah. And that's, yeah. No, why, I'm, that's, I, I'm that's not... the whole thing. So when we talk about recycling, yeah, they only re- only recycle probably 75% or no, maybe it's 50%. Like, yeah, it's like but if everyone is doing that... It'll help. It does have some value. Yeah, it does. yeah, of course, yeah, it does. But I mean, I mean, we're fucked. It, I'm not disagreeing yeah, with you. I know, I I'm not well, disagreeing with you, but I don't. But think... just because the fossil fuels are being burned up doesn't mean we need to fill the ocean with water bottles. Right. Yes, yeah. and also, like, I don't. I mean, I also agree. Like, you would think that capitalism would find a way to monetize, um, you know, being like climate responsible for the climate, like. How do I monetize solar panels and then I can get yeah. instead of, you know, that because then I can even charge more because we're saving the earth, mm-hmm. you know, like and, and they're just lazy. <laughs> like, no, because that is the movement right now, though, that like the environmental and social guidance, the ESG that wait, guidance is not the G. Damn it. Social um, government. Government. I don't know. It. I can't remember. <laughs> but it is. It is Gluten. becoming like a major factor because it's. I mean, it's basically a marketing position. Oh, exactly. Exactly. And it should be. Yeah. I mean, if, if we're all swayed by things we see on TV, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's governance. 
covering it. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. yep. He just gave the thumbs Gremlins. up. Yep. <laughs> Gremlins. Gremlins. Yeah. And the crime. Uh-huh, and the crime. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, no, we're just, I mean, if you, if it just takes, it just takes influencers, so to speak, to mm. make little things right. I, I don't know. I think, I think that while as a kid, I thought the future was going to be doomed, but there was hope. I think if I was a kid now, I don't know if I would have as much hope. I don't know. I, I, but you're also looking at it through your old eyes. Yes, uh, that is 100% so like, right. No, you're 100% yeah. right, yeah. No, you know true. more than the average I know kid. more than the average kids, because when you're a kid, you think you're going to live forever. You think <laughs> <The> you're... <average. laughs> above average. <laughs> Maybe. Um, yeah, no, it's true. Like, um, I, mean, I don't know more than Greta Thunberg, or whatever her name is. Oh, I don't think she's real. Hologram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hologram. I, 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 I think teaches there as a puppet. I really do. I I think no. I think when she initially. Damn it, Armando. <laughs> I, I will agree with some of that. I think that when she first came out, there was a, a hint of of genuineness. I think she's two dimensional. I think that's I, and I think that that lends to his case. I no, think, seriously, like she's flat. She's a hologram. <laughs> she's just on paper. She's one of those. She's got those tabs that fold over. Uh-huh. That's why they never photograph her from the side. Oh. Yeah, like when you would put the dress and you put yes. the things over. That's... Yeah, she's a paper doll. Yeah, yeah, paper doll. She might be a paper doll. She might be a paper doll. I, I yeah, I just, yeah. I just wasn't. No, but I, I think, yeah, I, I, I think that if they haven't, they, I think they've gotten to her by now. I think anybody who's in who's the public gotten eye. To it? They, them, the Illuminati, man. Oh, oh, no, no, I'm kidding. Oh, joke, joke, no. joke, joke. No, I just... That's like <laughs> when um, the press uh, secretary, or uh, I don't know her, if that's her title, uh, Jen Psaki, she's like, who's they? Yeah. She's constantly like, who's they? <laughs> who's them? Those who's people? saying that? And yeah. like, the, the, like the Fox person is like, uh, 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 and is like, I don't know. I just thought we repeated shit. <laughs> She's awesome. We have to do real reporting oh my now. God. I love when she starts to smile just with the corner of her mouth, and you're like, "Oh, it's coming! Yeah. It's coming! The beatdown is coming!" I just feel like their whole prep is like how to like fuck with these people. You know what I mean? Like it's like <laughs> intentional. Like twenty percent facts, eighty percent fucking with Fox News <laughs> all the way in, or where the other yeah. fucking all crazy or whatever. Who is that? Yeah. Um, did you guys form any new memories? Are we unlocked down enough to form new memories? Um, I played catch with my son for the first time in a very long time. Yeah. And it was fun. Yeah. I don't know why it was so much. He was bored because it's not a video game, but (laughs) I had a ball. I literally had to tell him, okay, then we'll start keeping score or like pretend it's a Fortnite game. And then all of these like, oh, oh, now this is fun. But yeah, that that was a new memory for me. I don't know about you guys. You should try to hit him with the ball and say, try not to get I hit. Try, well, I tried to. I said, this is how you learn. Dodge, duck, dodge again, you know. But he, yeah. yeah. What about you guys? No. No? <laughs> <laughs> Gremlins. I was just like, why did I ask that question? Shit, you painted yourself into a corner. That's right. That's why we have guests, is because we, uh, we stopped forming new memories. I mean, it's really hard during, like... You have, to, you have to make an effort to make memories, for lack of a better word. 
Like you actually have to. Otherwise, you're just. Are you saying you have house. to do shit? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I have to do shit. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I know. Oh, I don't I want to do shit. I went to Newark Airport. And I've never been to Newark Airport. I mean, I don't recommend. It. Oh my god, <laughs> I will not go go I picked to Newark up Brian and Ricardo from. That's a shitty uh, fucking coming airport. Coming home from Michigan. I, that's why I've never been. Is it really shitty? Uh, I mean, it wasn't too bad. At least the it, the um, streets go in loops. So, okay, that so if, if, you, you if you have to move, if you have to, like the cops came and moved everybody on because um, everybody was double parking. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but I, no, I went out and I, <laughs> I went to the mall. I just Googled mall near Newark Airport. And oh, so, so that way I missed the. What's it, Paramount? Um, Paramount? Short Hills? Short Hills Mall? I don't fucking know. Jersey. Yeah. Jersey. But no, I went to a Marshall's <laughs> that wasn't picked over. All right. Um, I hung out it. in the parking lot for a little bit. And then when I drove away, there were deer in this like marshy area. Yeah. And I was like. Oh, there what you go, middle of nowhere in, in New Jersey. See? So. Dear, yeah. So I went to I went to another state. There you go. See, <laughs> that's doing something. See, it still counts. I traveled. You yeah. traveled uh, out of New York. Well, I feel compelled that I should have something. I, it, now it's like confession. I have to lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's just and it, it's because it's so much easier not to do anything. Yeah, but sometimes you just gotta do stuff to. No, I, I don't. I'm, I'm going to be uh, defiant and say I don't have a new memory. That's fair. That's fair. That's you cool watch day. anything this week? Oh, I try to watch White Lotus on HBO. Oh, I don't know that one. Yeah, man. It's like I don't really like watching um, rich people, which is yeah. why I can't watch um, Schitt's Creek. Even though I know mm. they go down on hard times or whatever, and they kind of like learn to be. It gets yes, learn yes, like learn yes. to be. It took like me like normal. three tries to get past the first episode. I agree, but these people are like not losing their money and not looking for any uh, redemption. Um, uh, and it's with um, Connie Britton, uh, the guy from Singles. Oh, I remember that show. Um, the girl with the big ass blue eyes from. True Detectives in it? Oh, the, um, the love interest. Woody Harrelson's love interest. Yes. Mm-hmm. And some other people. Mm. Uh, it's okay. It's just kind of like weird. I don't know. I don't know if I'll go back. Um, have either of you heard of or tried Schmigadoon? <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> That's the funniest word I've ever heard. <laughs> Schmigadoon. Schmigadoon. It sounds like Brigadoon and only, yes, it is. And only real dirty. <laughs> <laughs> real, real no, dirty. No, no, Schmigadoon. I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it. <laughs> That's even better. What is that, that on? It's on, uh, it's a new show. It's on Apple Plus or Apple TV. Yeah. They were only like, only like two or three episodes. Okay. It's, uh, basically it's a couple uh, they've been dating for a few years now. There's rocky relationship, so they decide to go to like couples uh, couples uh, retreat. Okay, and they accidentally get lost in the woods and they walk into a musical. Okay, okay. So the the lead is um, not Jordan Peele, the other way, Keegan, Michael Keegan Key, Mike H- and Cicely. Strong. 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 It's her sister. Out of a whole different show. It's a mother's son. It's a mother's son in October. Uh, Whatever. And so they're they're the comedic leads. 
and they walk into a musical. Okay. It's literally like a 1950s, think Oklahoma yeah. musical, yeah, yeah. where the mayor is uh, Alan Cumming. Oh, wow. Um, Christina... Baranski? No, she's famous Broadway Jenoweth. Oh, Kristen Jenoweth. Oh, Kristen Jenoweth. Yes, her. And, um, like, all the people of the town are, like, all these Tony Award winning... Oh, okay, so it's legit. It's legit. Okay. And then you have these two comedy people where they... They're basically in the musical themselves. Like, okay. they walk in, and when the people sing, the people don't realize they're singing. It's as if they're really in a musical where it's just regular conversation. Right. Where I'm talking to you, and right. all of a sudden I burst into song mm-hmm. because my... And someone described it to me. It's like my emotions are so great, I can't even speak them. I have to sing mm-hmm. them. Like, music. And that's where... And so they're just, like, weirding the fuck out. Like, what is wrong with these people? Why yeah. are they happy and singing? It's like Teen Beach Movie. Yes, but this one, they're in on the joke. They know that it's right. corny and fake, and yes, yes. Well, what was that show that got canceled? Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist? Yes, yes. Did you watch that? I didn't watch it. My daughter loved it. Yeah. I saw it. It was, it was heavy. That show was heavy. It was actually pretty, like, okay, but it was just like, she somehow had this neurological issue where she then can hear people, she can get into their mind, and everyone has a song in their mind. Mm. And that song would represent how they're feeling. Okay. But she, it was almost like she was like, kind of, would be reading their mind through song. Sure. But the whole cast will sing the whole, that <laughs> song. Okay. And they were like covers of actual, like, you know, songs that we all know from history. Gotcha. Or from music. So it, it was, it was okay. But they, they I had re- the mix up, I'm sorry, I had mm. the mix up in my head with 13 Reasons Why. <laughs> oh my God, that's, <laughs> talk about heavy. So as she's slitting her wrist. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> well, and the, and I don't want to be. Maybe it was no just because more. of like the, I don't know, playlist and cassette tape. I don't Something know. <laughs> kind of put the two together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, because Zoe's got... Because think about it. If you're reading someone's mind and either the song choice that they might be thinking is very dark and serious yeah. or they might be saying or acting a certain way but you hear what they're really thinking. So it got very dark, very serious, oh. very draggy, very, you know. Well, there is the, the, the character. I forgot her name. Um... When you said draggy, mm-hmm. that would you bent like what like drag? No, not drag. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I, I didn't know. Uh, draggy means like sad and morose, uh, and dark and heavy feelings. The, when I say the, I forgot, Mo, Mo, Mo's the name of the character. Uh huh. She's a great voice. They all could sing. They're, they're oh yeah, all these like, shows. Yeah, yeah, like amazing. Um, no, but it had like elements of like she lost her father. Had elements of like. Um, a black man working in a, a tech company mm-hmm. as like the only representative of like African American or black culture in that tech company, and then trying to deal with that uh, and bringing more uh, people of color on board into the tech world through song. Yeah, <laughs> you know, what yeah, I mean? that's what I mean. I mean it's, it wasn't it's bad. Light. It just wasn't It's good. just heavy. <laughs> they they deal with a lot of like real subject matter. Yeah. Um, no, uh, crazy ex girlfriend. That's on Netflix. Yeah. That's a lighter version of the music. Oh, they have music in that? They have music. It's all, but it's all original music. And it was really, really well oh, done. Oh, it's original music. I'm not going to You're not going to do it? It's all Gregorian chant. Like one song that still haunts me. Um, they're called, the song is called Yellow Bags of Fat. And she's talking about her breasts. And she was like, I don't understand why everybody is so obsessed with them. They're just yellow bags of fat. And then the whole song is She got bad ones. She got (laughs) Yes, yes. 
and the whole song is her and all the female leads of the show talking about how either how heavy they are, how much it hurts their backs, how they have to wear bras all the time, how it's not fun. Right. But there's this whole culture of guys that are like, oh, boobies, boobies, breasts, tits, me, me, me. But they're just yellow, yellow bags of. Fat. But here's the thing, and I'm not gonna try to. Even if men weren't ogling over, we still have all the other issues. What do you mean about breasts? They're weighty. Yeah, no, and their that's, backs that's hurt. Yeah, the backs hurt. They're... You probably wouldn't have to wear bras, but you probably if, would. If well, if, if they're we, oh, you mean if we had breasts, if dude, if if guys had breasts, some guys do have breasts. Yes. Full, I have a little, little A-cups. Yeah. Yes, same here, yes. No, but if guys had breasts, bras would be much better. They'd be cheaper. <laughs> They'd be, like, fully functional. I think so. Yeah, probably. I mean, right? No, I Dude, mean, come on. Well, I always say if if men can get pregnant, abortion would be legal. Yep. All it'd be mandatory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like it'd be like you can get it done at Seven Eleven. It'd be like yeah. in every other corner. It'd be like the distribution of the COVID shot. Yes, like somebody yes. would come no, to your house, true. dude. If, guy, if guys got periods, we'd take a pill like a ED pill. Mm. We would. We would, if there's a pill, if there's a dozen different pills for erectile dysfunction. Come on, if we got paired, we would have we would have solved right. that easy I peasy. I think if men, and I'm trying to decide if this sounds um, like. What's the opposite of misogynist? You know, same, I, I, I don't know if this sounds man-hating or not, mm. but I really do just mean it, like, scientifically. Yeah. I think if men got periods, men would have higher pain tolerance. Could because they? I think that men, that's like, that's, like, something that men don't experience. Yeah, like, we, yeah, and it's true. Even you saying that, I have no idea, so you yeah. might be right. And yeah. I think, it, like, it's something, too, that you're just supposed to deal with. Yes. And, like, when you do address it with a doctor, most of the time the response is just like, that's the way it no, is. Oh, well. Yeah, so. But it I, is. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think, it, but, to your point, maybe not even pain tolerance, I think it would be more um, empathy. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You know yes, what I mean? Yes. Like it would be more like because now I, I think our culture is more like oh it's that time of the month for her. All right, see you. See you next week, and they kind of ignore you for a couple of days. Yes. <laughs> see you next fall. <laughs> see you next fall. Like, I don't understand. Like, do you know what? That's why like, you don't just lock people in a closet for five <laughs> what? days. That's right. I mean, they do in some cultures. The whole red <laughs> I mean, tent thing. Yeah. Like throw, here's a box of chocolate. <laughs> here's a box of pads. <laughs> And here's an iPad. Yeah, you go, yeah, I'll see you in a, see you oh in a week. Oh, my God, if I got a free box of chocolates, that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sweden, Sweden does. I that. can buy my own. But... You know, like, <laughs> Sweden, when women are pregnant every month, they get a box of chocolate. Because they're, you know, socialists. Yeah. That's awesome. Good for them. They, they know something oh. we don't. Oh, I, I, Those I don't Nordic know. countries, they're so advanced. <laughs> yeah, well, I do know that, like, when families get pregnant in... I think in Sweden they give like a box of like a prep box of like parent like diaper like uh, to prepare yeah, them for like the family for the yeah, you know yeah, sure, and sure. they get the um they get a little a cardboard box that they use as a bassinet oh and they get days off <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know about this capitalism thing I don't I don't think we're doing things right if other countries got I, this I don't <laughs> think it's I don't think it's about I mean we're a capitalist to its ultimate form which is greed right so yeah. I just think that we're just a bunch of greedy people. Yeah, I, I think I think that we we had good intentions at one point, and I think we kind of lost our way. And now, other countries are kind of like, "Oh, that's how not to do it." All right, got it. I mean, it's also easier if you're talking about like some place where large population is just like doesn't have to deal with like racist issues. You know, like 
Wait, what? Say that again? Like, there, there's no, like, we have such history of, like, hate in this country. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but with, I think, with, I think with hate racism is and slavery. I, no, there, it is. Yeah. But I mean, like, we just have deep-rooted situations. Oh, our country, for lack of a better word, was founded on racism and hate. We, yeah. You know, the guy discovered America and all that jazz, you know? Yeah, I just think it's a little easier where you just you can eliminate that and just hate people for other reasons. Yeah. Well, look at China. China, I think, while they... <laughs> yeah. I hate China. No. Like, no, no. It's like the opposite. You said like, hate people for other reasons. Yeah. Look at China. <laughs> look at China. That's a very bad segue. Um, they, segue their They're pride. They're very prideful. They hate everybody else, but they hate everybody else... I think internally might be some. Shit oh, going there's on. always going to be something internally, but I think more than any other culture, I think they they really stick together. I think there's a thing of like how how much your like your cultural narrative is at odds with reality mm. in your real history, and yeah. then that just tears you apart. <laughs> yeah, uh, and so like I, I I imagine like the that state line in China mm. of we're the best supremacy supremacy, and then you've got people you know really like. Living out in the country, living in cities, just living their lives, and you know, like the difference between how the state, what the state says that's is true, right. yeah. and what's really yeah. happening. Well, that's well, that, state TV, right? Exactly. Well, that, and I was yeah. just going to say that that's why they control. Even now, the the internet is controlled, so that's how they're able to do that. Yeah, that, that's they but that's like I can't imagine for black people here, like what that's like, where you know the reality that you live with day to day, and then you're taught something in school that's just like I don't think that happened. Yeah. Like the logical endpoint yeah. of what they're saying happened is not where I'm at right now. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, like there's a level of detachment, like, oh, okay, that looks good on paper, but I know in the real world, yeah. I get followed when I go to the store, when I this or that, whatever. I see right. what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was watching this documentary. Um, this, basically, this guy in Japan who's like, uh, he's, a, he's a very famous wrestler, and he's also a politician. Okay. And he, and he tries to, like, he basically tries to partner up with um, a wrestling promoter from the States. Mm-hmm. And he's like, listen, I want to do a show in North Korea. Oh. And they're like, and this was like in the 90s. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> so they gather like like uh, wrestlers from both from Japan and, and United States. And they put them all in and they go to North Korea. And basically like the whole thing, they're interviewing guys who are like, this place is fucking crazy. It's fucking nuts. Um, one guy couldn't get in touch with his wife, and his, finally, he was wife. He was like, "Look, he's, she thinks he's, he's fucking around." Mm. He's like, "I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not hanging with the boys. I'm not doing. They don't let us do anything. Like we're just stuck in our rooms all day, and they don't let us use the phone. They don't let us do this. This is an awful place. This is an awful place. They cut the line quick. Wow. Oh, soldiers come in, take him, gunpoint, take him to a room, and they're like, "You can't say that." You can't say that. And he's like, and then he's talking, he's like reflecting back on it. He's like, I thought they were going to kill me right yeah. away. Yeah. He's like, he's like, People this like is it. People like disappear. Yeah. He's like, this is it. Um, because I said something. He's like, they explained to me that you can't say that about North Korea. Right. You can't say that. To and anyone. that's what you want to talk about free speech. <laughs> that's free, free yeah. speech versus. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not like, that's oh, the I real... had to wear a mask in the store. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like, yes, that's yes. free speech. Um, some guy just got arrested in China because he laughed. At the uh, Olympic the the parade, he laughed publicly. Okay. They arrested the guy, so that's yeah, that's that's free. Doesn't speech. that make? I mean, don't they think that makes them look weak? No, 
It's no, so that's funny. Pride. It's a it's weird. So funny. And you're 100 percent right. It's like a weird. It's a sense of pride that like we control our place so well that if you even talk bad about us, yeah. If you call us a deplorable, we're gonna come and we're gonna get you and we're gonna arrest you. Are we talking about the U.S.? Man. <laughs> well, I, I, I think, uh, I think Trump didn't he? I think he liked all of those ideals. I think he wanted to be that kind of a dictator, like oh, yeah. Putin. He loves authoritarian he loves, stuff. Yes, yeah, exactly. because no one gets to question him. And yes, crazy yes, ideas, right? yeah. Because you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I just think, yeah, I don't know. It's just yeah. That watching that and like the like you were saying the narrative mm. over and then like you basically. If God forbid you say anything and any anybody's yep. just thrown out. So basically they have the match over two nights. They have a wrestling event, right? They forced the citizens to go. Oof. So basically everyone in attendance was forced to go. <laughs> oh my god. Hundred and seventy thousand people forced oh. into an arena. Um and they like basically they said it was quiet. God. And he was like, um, can rest- you imagine performing like that? <laughs> oh. Exactly. So like he was like wrestling to because when you wrestle, and I guess any performance piece, you get that feel from the crowd. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. That you, energy you tells you how to like react next, right? Mm. So he was like dead silent, and he was like, finally, um, the famous Japanese guy who Ant- Antonio Inoki, who was a politician and also wrestler, and he's like, and Ric Flair, who's like this famous wrestler, when they got in the ring to end the show, he's like, those two were so amazing that they actually got a rise out of the people. Mm. Oh, cool. And he said that um, they finally came through, and he's like, for one moment in their life, even though they were forced to go, it seemed like they actually enjoyed, were able to enjoy themselves. <laughs> for one <laughs> Yeah, that's how, they just, that's how it came across. And I was Jeez. like, wow, that sucks. That's, that would be terrifying would to be. perform in front of a crowd that big and have them be silent. And just silently staring at you because yeah. they're not happy to be there. It would there. just be like, oh, they're going to oh, come kill man. us. <laughs> oh, and he, so the funny thing, when they first arrived there, they took all their passports. <laughs> and he was like when they were leaving they were afraid they would not get their passports back and not be able to leave but they yeah. finally left and they got back to Japan and it was like holy shit and the other thing they were saying that and I always forget because we were so focused on our own fucked up history Japan had fucked with Korea for years. Oh, yes. That's and, right. like, the, even the Japanese wrestlers were like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like, oh. No. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was... That's right. I, I don't know why they decided to go there, but it's some <laughs> fucked up shit. It's not like... It's not like, um... Pearl Harbor was the first fucked up thing. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Like, they woke up when they... Huh. <laughs> you know what we could do? <laughs> I wonder... <laughs> doing today yeah look at this guy in this plane well did you (laughs) did you ever hear about why they bombed pearl harbor because we were selling weapons to both sides so they bombed us to make us pick a side in the war and we did did. (laughs) i was like that makes i said that makes sense they they because we were selling weapons to both sides yeah yeah we weren't in the war yeah, exactly. We weren't. So they're like, should have got off the pot. <laughs> yes, exactly. 100% that's where right. that went. Yep, that's the way that went. Yeah. So, well, I think this is the end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good luck with the editing, by the way. <laughs> um, what are we going to do next week? Uh, do you want to go? or Sure. Or? I've, yeah, I've got a MacGyver episode. Oh, you found Ooh. it? Yeah. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Awesome. Mind <laughs> you, I've never seen MacGyver. You love MacGyver. I used to love MacGyver. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen it. I saw MacGruber. 
Well, it's the serious version of MacGruber. Yeah. I think MacGruber's pretty funny. It's exactly the same. <laughs> Have you ever seen the movie MacGruber? I've seen it like a couple Have of times, multiple no. times. You should watch. No, you should watch. Especially if you like, it's the it's like MacGyver turned to eleven. This kind of goofy, silly. Oh, it really making, is. Oh yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Okay. Hundred percent. He okay. makes like a bomb out of like an old tennis ball, a piece of celery, and a rubber band. <laughs> well, and then when he does, there's a scene where he goes to distract. The soldiers, and he takes the celery and does something with it. I'm yes. not going to ruin it. <laughs> not going to ruin it in case you ever get to see it, because it's a very funny, very, yes. very funny it's, part of the movie. Really, yeah. No, if you like MacGyver, you'll like it. But MacGyver is okay. good fun. Yeah. All right, so next week we're going to do MacGyver. Yep. And we will talk about it. <laughs> That's great. This was awesome, Rob. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This was a great. I haven't seen very, you in so long. It's been a very long time. The long year, year and a half. Yeah, exactly. And we all had bagels. Uh huh. Size of your fist, they were. Yeah, that's a new memory. That's a new memory. <laughs> <laughs> they were like a size of a football. I, I want to find a kitty football. Do you guys ever watch Doctor Pimple Popper? No. Oh. <laughs> When I, without hesitation, both of us said that. No, God, no. Why? In God's green earth. My I daughter mean? loves it. Yeah. Okay. People must like it, because it's on TV. Yeah. And they... I had to walk away, because the stuff they pull out of people is amazingly Same, disgusting. Man. Yeah. So I was just thinking of reminding me of that bagel. Mmm. Delicious. <laughs> I don't understand why. Just because it looks like something that would cu- either like be the size, uh, yeah, like or oh. something that would, yeah. I see so the connection. Just like a like a like a bagel like a, like a bagel, yeah. like an everything bagel. So, yeah, like a goiter. Yeah, <laughs> just sticking right on the sides of your neck. There is a lot of people. The health the health system in this country has failed a lot of people. That they have to go on Doctor Pimple Popper to get their yes, shit resolved. Yes, yes. It's really fucked up. No, it's not. Good I didn't for realize it was. Um, Oh. Putting its finger in the dike of American healthcare. <laughs> it's holding the mirror. I it was just, it's holding a mirror to the American healthcare thoughts. system. I, I I don't know the setup, and I wonder if like, hey, you're on TV and your treatment's free. I don't know. Like, I don't I don't know how that works. Or do you like have a giant goiter that you want popped? So you call no. them up, you call their producers, and say, hey. I got, I got I a mean, segment for you. It's people literally. <laughs> it's people literally like living with like some shit. Like they had a guy who had a growth out of his uh, inner thigh, and when you looked at it, it looked like a, a hanging, like like balls hanging. Oh. And I was just like, this is crazy. Like this poor man has yeah. had to deal yeah. with it's this hanging brain. <laughs> <laughs> like a ball. Yeah. Are you saying nuts like brain? Yes, that's what she's saying. <laughs> so they. <laughs> I want to go. Back. I thought it was. Ju- I thought it was just zits. No. Oh no. No, it's like any growth. It's any kind of growth, like abscesses and yes, oh. whatever possible. Like you could find the. I've heard of one where they pulled the tooth out <laughs> of the person's. It was his twin. So God only knows. I don't know why it was it a was... tooth. It could have been that or yeah. what. But there was like an actual piece of a tooth. Indeed, oh, yeah, because no. it was part of a twin that didn't fully form. I know. Oh, no. I'm telling you, no. that show is horrible, horrible show. They had one, even like they had one. You know when you get spacers in your ears and you have the when you take them out, they're loopy. Yeah, they had one where she basically had to like fix it, like she like cut and like. Oh yeah, because yeah. you could do that surgery to fix that. I wouldn't yeah. want to watch that. It's just tough. I wouldn't want to watch that. It's tough. Everyone no. should go watch Doctor Pimple Popper. Uh, yes, Doctor Pimple Popper, Medicine Woman. <laughs> it's 
Jane today's, Seymour. Today's episode sponsored by <laughs> rubbing alcohol, rubbing alcohol, oh, and geez. taking a bath. <laughs> it's it's. It's really nasty when they slice people open and then, like, the first thing you... And then she's, like, really into it, like, way into it. Yeah. Like, she's like, oh, look, it makes music. Because you hear, like, a oh, squealing okay. sound of, like, all the air. I'm just like, nope, nope, no. Yeah. No, I don't want any part of that. Well, Rob, it's been great. <laughs> yes, on that note, yes. I'm going to pimple pop myself out of here. <laughs> all enough. right, everybody, have a good week. All right, week. have a good week. Uh, get vaccinated. Yep. There you go, yes. And wear a mask. And then get vaccinated again. Come on again! Let's get the Johnson Johnson.